Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, hello. I'm Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. I want to start by telling you a funny story. Now, many of you know that I lived in New York City for just under a decade, and there's no doubt that my New York City chapter will be one of those that I look back on most fondly. I loved living there for so many reasons. But when you live in a big city like Manhattan, you are bound to have some good stories. Like awesome celebrity sightings. And just in case you're curious, I think my best celebrity sighting was Meg Ryan. I rode in an elevator with her. And for Robbie, Kanye West, and Jerry Seinfeld, come on. Come on, you guys. Like such good celebrity sightings. But in addition to that, you're going to have interesting stories about, you know, jaw-dropping things you see on the subway. And you may even have a couple of good stories about living in a 700-square-foot apartment in a walk-up building, meaning you live on the third, fourth, fifth, sixth floor with no elevator, and you're walking up and down every single day. So when Robbie and I got married in 08, one of the wedding gifts we'd received was a small bucket grill. And if you don't know what a bucket grill is, imagine like a metal pail with a grate on top that has charcoal underneath. And the idea is that you really can grill anywhere, camping, the beach, or in our case, as residents of New York City, on our fire escape, or so we thought. We obviously didn't have a grill as city dwellers. In fact, I think that most grills are illegal to own in Manhattan. Someone may have to check me on that. But as we were getting settled into our first apartment, we thought it was brilliant. Like, oh yeah, we got this bucket grill, we'll just throw it on the fire escape and we'll have, you know, charred hot dogs in no time. Like, it made so much sense to us. Well, so we did this, and it turns out that the flames got a little higher than maybe we thought um, they would get, and this was the first time using that bucket grill, and our apartment faced 96th Street, which is a pretty big, like, thoroughfare, like, it's a big street in New York, there's a lot of traffic, and we knew it was a problem when people from the street literally started yelling, hey, hey, 
<laughs> and it made me scared. I mean, this bucket girl is really close to the building. Not to mention there are people walking below us. Like, I, anyways, so in a panic, we took a bowl of water and we threw the bowl over the the coals, um, which also meant that someone below that bucket grill got soaked. I'm so sorry. Such a crazy story. We had no idea what we were doing, but ultimately there was no serious damage. Nothing got out of control, but it's not where the story ends because we ended up receiving a ticket from the New York Fire Department for illegal grill use that we had to pay. So someone from the street must have reported us, and I'll never forget this. I just felt so stupid. But who knew? Who knew? So, but honestly, since we spent the better part of our 20s and early 30s in a big city, we rarely grilled because we didn't have access to one, or at least regular access to one. In fact, when we moved to Portland from New York, one of the things I was most looking forward to was actually being able to grill regularly, and we certainly enjoyed that. So I can't wait to chat with you more about grilling and grilling basics later in this episode to kind of give you all the information you need to get started when it comes to grilling. Maybe it makes you, it feels a little intimidating, makes you nervous. Maybe you've decided, oh, my partner, my husband, my whatever is the only person in charge of grilling and I don't touch it. Well, I think it's time for you to learn, just, just learn a few things, learn a few things. But before we do that, I want to first start by sharing a few recipes for your meal plan this week to make things feel a bit more manageable at dinner time. Ooh, this is a good one. Grilled skirt steak with chimichurri. And this is a recipe club recipe from June. And recipe club is my recipe membership where you get five new recipes every month that are voted on by club members. Hands down, my best recipes are in recipe club. And this one is no different. So if you are someone that thinks, Steak is something I order at a restaurant because it feels too intimidating to cook at home. This is a perfect recipe for you. Skirt steak in general is just an awesome cut of meat. It cooks so fast, like literally the ultimate weeknight meal because you are just a couple minutes on each side and you have tender and juicy, delicious steak. I think it's one of those cuts that's the hardest to screw up and it's not as expensive as something like a filet or even a ribeye. And so you're not stressed that you spent all this money on this meat. But the thing that I love most about this is it sits in a marinade for a bit and the marinade is so full of flavor. It also includes some citrus, just like the crispy carnitas from last week, um, limes, orange juice, but then some Worcestershire, some soy sauce, red wine vinegar, some garlic. It's really, really good. Um, and the marinade is quick because there's so much acidity in the marinade, which is going to help tenderize that steak. You don't have to let it sit forever. So you can literally throw it on for 30 minutes and it's going to be great. Um, an hour is probably ideal, but it's served with a chimichurri, which is a traditional condiment from South America that is so yummy. It's green, bright green flavor, and it's so bright in both flavor and color, which balances the richness of the steak so well. Traditional chimichurri has parsley and cilantro in it, and you've got some lime juice, and um, I have a little red wine vinegar to mine, and there's olive oil, and it you just whiz it together really quick in your blender or food processor, and you have an incredible, incredible condiment to drizzle over your steak. And then I'm calling this summer steak frites because I love serving this with uh, sweet potatoes, sweet potato fries. 
So you've got your steak and your sweet potato fries, and it is yummy. So you can use your air fryer to just do frozen sweet potato fries, or I give you directions in the recipe to make oven roasted sweet potato fries as well. Next recipe, Greek grain bowls. You guys know how much I love a grain bowl, especially in the summer, easiest dinner. These ones are so yummy. There's shrimp in the recipe, but if you're not a fan of shrimp, you could, by all means, you could swap it for chicken or just go vegetarian, or you could do a little ground turkey in here, and that would be great as well. But it's got farro and an arugula base. Then there's um, feta and grape tomatoes and olives. And really, the thing that makes this so darn delicious is this creamy dill dressing. So consider making the Greek grain bowl. That's a recipe you'll find on my website. And then last but not least, a five-ingredient recipe that I shared on Instagram last week, my sheet pan maple mustard salmon. Woo! There's a lot of flavor in this recipe, especially for just five ingredients. The tanginess of the mustard is balanced by the sweetness in that maple syrup. And, ooh, it's so yummy. I serve it with, um, you're going to throw some asparagus and some potatoes on the sheet pan as well. It's so simple. And if you're not a fan of fish, you can swap the salmon for chicken thighs. I tested that as well and it, it turned out great. I just do a lot of chicken and so I wanted, I want to offer more um, seafood for people who are looking to mix things up a bit. Um, and this one is fantastic. So there are your recipes for the week. We got the grilled skirt steak with the chimichurri and you're going to be such a pro after listening to this episode that you're going to feel excited to start grilling. And that's a recipe club recipe. We have our Greek grain bowls from my website and then the sheet pan maple mustard salmon, which you can find on Instagram. Hopefully that gets you started with some ideas for your meal plan this week. So let's jump into the back half of the podcast where we're going to chat all about the basics when it comes to grilling. So I know that grilling can seem intimidating if you don't know where to start, but really all you need to officially join the grill club is to have a grill. And I know there's a lot of pride in like being a grilling expert and whatnot, but it's such a useful tool for easy weeknight dinners that I don't, I don't want you to think that you're not capable of doing it because anyone is so great. And since moving from the city, what was that? Six years ago now, I have put in my grilling hours, but I've also put in my research hours and I've got some helpful tips that are hopefully going to make you feel like you can join the grilling club as well. All right, there's nothing more quintessential to summer cooking than firing up the grill. When done right, you've got a simple technique that gets easy dinners on the table in minutes and most oftentimes with minimal cleanup, which I'm a huge fan of. It's ideal for busy weeknights and that is exactly what I try to specialize in helping you with. So not to mention, this keeps your oven off and your house cool during those hot months, which I'm a fan of, especially someone who lives in an older house that the second that the oven goes on, it's, it is a roaster in there. So once you get really comfortable with grilling, it becomes even easier to kind of rely on your grill for serving up everything from, you know, chicken and steak and do pizza. You can even do desserts on your grill. In fact, one of my favorite summer desserts is grilled peaches with vanilla ice cream. Mmm, so delicious. So no matter your level of expertise at the grill, it's always important to start with the right equipment. That is going to make grilling easier for you. So I don't want you to dig through the garage and find, you know, the random grilling set you got for your wedding 15 years ago. If you want to start grilling, invest in the right tools. And many of them are not that expensive. We're going to talk about a few of them. The market really is kind of saturated with companies that like tout 
best grills and um, accessories. And when it comes to a grill, you've got everything from a gas grill to a pellet grill to a charcoal to a Commodo. Like there's so many different grills out there and each provides a little bit of a different experience and they all yield delicious results. But I can understand why grilling can feel intimidating because there's a lot on the market. So today I want to spend time focusing on gas grills because they are the most convenient. They're the most popular grill out there. And you know, if you're a hardcore griller, you may turn your nose up to a a gas grill, but this is a podcast about getting dinner on the table as easy as possible. So that is the lane we are going to stay in. In addition to the incredible convenience of a gas grill, you're going to get an awesome sear. Um, That's one of the things I love most about a gas grill. So another benefit is that right after you fire it up, you can kind of begin cooking right away. It does not take long for it to heat up, which is awesome. The flavor might not be as deep or like nuanced, but there's a couple things you can do. If you want to get serious about it, you can buy like these wood packs that you add to the grill to kind of impart some smoke. But I think for most people, like the everyday person, it's going to be great as is. So let's talk about these actual tools. Well, obviously you need a grill. (laughs) When we bought our gas grill, the first place I went to research was Wirecutter. And some of you may know about Wirecutter. It's a product testing and review website. It's affiliated with the New York Times. And anytime I've trusted their suggestions, I'm always glad that I have. They've never let me down. So that is where I first got a recommendation. Then I had a friend who had one. And so that's what we ended up buying. And it was awesome. So that recommendation is the Weber Spirit 2E310. I know it's a lot. It's a lot. You can check the show notes. I'll also throw it on Instagram and it's on my website. Um, but if you want to read their full length review, because like you're going to spend between $500, $550 for something like this, you want to make sure that you feel confident in the purchase. But Wirecutter is go to Wirecutter, search gas grills, you'll find everything. And on Amazon, there's nearly 3,000 five-star reviews. So I feel good passing along that recommendation to you. But if you don't have a grill and it's on the to-do list to get one and you want to be able to utilize it in the next couple of months, that's my recommendation. That's where I'd start. Now, the next tool you must own if you're going to grill regularly and easily this summer is a good set of grilling tongs. No grill setup is complete without a reliable set of tongs to help you kind of maneuver your food on the grill. Not only is a good pair of tongs going to make for a more enjoyable outdoor cooking experience, but it's going to make the whole process just much easier as well. And that's the thing about investing in the right equipment is that some people don't think they're good at cooking or grilling, but they're using the wrong equipment. Um, So when it comes to the tongs, whether you're flipping a burger or sliding veggies around or you're turning skewers, you really want a pair of tongs that almost feels like a natural extension of your arm. And so they should have like a comfy grip. Um, You want it to have enough length so that your hands aren't close to like the intense heat. And then you want them to have really good pinchers at the end so nothing will slip off. And for me, the company that owns the best tongs on the market is OXO. They really, they are fantastic. Not only are they comfortable and easy to hold, they're easy to lock and they're easy to clean. I throw mine in the dishwasher all the time and they're really good at grasping foods, whether they're little or big, they're so great. So I recommend the stainless steel 16 inch locking tongs. 
that, like I said, you've got enough length there to keep a safe distance from the heat. And then the edges of those pinchers are just perfectly designed so that you can pick up small things as well. And, um, you know, best of all, the locking mechanism is super easy to use and you can quickly kind of click it open with one hand or by pushing it down on the counter and you want them to, to be able to fold up to store easily. So that's why that locking mechanism is important. All right, next, you need a good grill brush. Brushing dirty grill grates is probably not the first thing you want to do after you've had dinner, but it's necessary to help avoid tasting yesterday's steak on tomorrow's veggies. Plus, like if you get in the habit of a regular cleaning routine, it's just going to keep your grill in better shape for longer. It really isn't that bad. It's especially not bad if you have the right tool. Once again, getting the right tool. I wanted a brush that was going to clean grates after cooking like juicy burgers and I wanted it to get into the corners. I wanted there to be good balance and sturdiness like when in my hand as I was holding it and I wanted it to have a scraper, a really, really good scraper. Ooh, and I wanted to be able to use it even when the grates were still warm or hot because I didn't want to have to completely wait for the grill to be cool before cleaning it. It was important to me that I could just, I could brush when there was still some heat on there. My favorite is called the Grill Art Grill Brush and Scraper. And all of this stuff is going to be linked. I'm going to share it on Instagram as well. Um, but this is a good one. We're talking like 5,000 five-star reviews and it's 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks and worth every single penny if you plan to grill a lot. It's kind of got this big round handle that's comfortable to use with one hand, and then it's got three cylindrical columns of these wire bristles that cover a lot of surface area, and it kind of gets around the grill grates really well. The design of the bristles almost make it so that they're like hugging the grates. It's so great. Um, and then you can flip it over and use the scraper on the grates as well. And it's just really smartly designed. So I highly recommend that. Um, and then finally, I think it's critical to have an awesome, reliable meat thermometer. Because I think that most people are cooking protein on the grill. By all means, like I'm a veggie lover on the grill. But having a good meat thermometer is like having an insurance policy on your dinner. And it it makes such a difference. I have praised Thermoworks for years. Their Thermapin is the ultimate when it comes to a great meat thermometer. Cannot recommend it enough. It's an investment, but it's an investment that you only have to make once and you'll have it forever. It's particularly great for grilling because it works for like really large cuts of meat, like a pork shoulder, but it's also great for um, more like delicate things like a fish fillet. The display kind of auto rotates, so depending on what side you're using it. That's good for like right and left-handed user. I'm right-handed, my husband's left-handed, so that still works well. And then it's got like this touch backlight so that it makes it a little easier to read. And it's lightweight, it's splash-proof. There's nothing not to love. It's so, so, so good. And you know what? I was going to leave it at that, but I'm going to throw in a plug for this grill basket that I really love as well. So if you're planning to do a lot of veggies on the grill, or if you're wanting to make your entire meal on the grill, like you want to do protein and veggies, this is called the Proud Grill Grill Basket. And it is awesome. It's got like adjustable dividers. It's dishwasher safe. And it makes it really easy to remove veggies after cooking. I find that when I use it, my veggies are like tender and crisp on the outside. And they've got like a little bit of char, which is perfect. And it's perforated, which means there's really good heat transfer. 
And with those dividers, you can kind of create space compartments for more or less of something. So maybe you're only doing like a little bit of asparagus, but you're doing a ton of squash or something like that. It's really lightweight. It's got a handle that can be snapped on for easy carrying, or you can remove the handle if you want to close the grill hood. It's just really great. And ultimately, it's easy to clean. All of these essentials are going to be listed in the show notes, and I will share them on Instagram. But these are some great tools to get you started when it comes to grilling. I cannot emphasize this enough. Not enough people talk about equipping home cooks with the right tools. Anyone can cook. Anyone can do it. It's basically following directions. But when you have the right tools, it makes it so much easier. And we need it to be easy. We need it to be easy because cooking dinner is hard enough. So hopefully this gives you some good ideas and points you in the right direction if you're hoping to grill a bit more in the coming months. Thanks so much for listening today, you guys. I am so grateful to those of you who are in Recipe Club. I would love to invite any of you who are looking for more recipe inspiration or just a really simple way to take away that dinnertime decision fatigue. Recipe Club is a great resource for that. It's why I created it, and we'd love to have you in there. If you're hoping to outfit or organize your kitchen this summer, maybe you're thinking, look, these pots and pans have got to go. It's time to invest in some new stuff check out my family meal makeover course. It's really great on setting your kitchen up for success. And finally, I have to always thank those of you who have taken the time to leave reviews for the podcast, whether it's on the podcasting platforms or you share on Instagram, it means the world to me. You have no idea. It means so much to me. So thank you. Thank you. I cannot wait to chat with you next week. Have a good one.